the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Thanks for coming along for the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Uh-huh. I'd like to start the show off by giving you a virtual handshake, Kath. Good to see you. I very respond nice. to you in handshake <laughs> form as well. It's very safe, isn't it? Mm-hmm, very yeah. safe. No, it's not safe. I'll give you a little fist bump, okay? I All mean, right. it might be safe for us online. But this is the handshakes, a thing of the past, John. Right. So they say. Nah, it's what? a thing I'm, of the past. Listen, do this? This is, this is, this, you want to hear what Fauci said? Fauci. Mm-hmm. Fauci said, quote, I don't think we should ever shake hands again. Whoa. He really? said, we got to break that custom because as a matter of fact, that is really one of the major ways you can transmit a respiratory virus, any respiratory virus. Hmm. All right. Well, so the the handshake has been maligned many times in the past, right? Why has it been maligned? Well, because one, if you're a germaphobe, you're you know pressing flesh yeah. with someone else, right? But were so, people germaphobes? Uh, yeah, I was. Gonna, oh, yeah. I was just going to ask for people germaphobes before now. Of course they Surely, were. Yeah, our president. I forgot, I forgot one. there was an era before this one. Right. I mean, Howard Hughes would be you know giving this all a thumbs up, saying, "Look, I've told you guys, right? Just like the preppers have done the same thing." Okay. Yeah, but of course, yeah, we lived. To, to shake someone's hand, it's a filthy act. It's truly disgusting. Let's not call it filthy. It, it is achieves, filthy. It achieves many things for us, John. I'm sure it does. Okay, it, it, listen. You, can I tell you some of the things that it achieves for us according to research? Besides killing us? No. <laughs> I'm going for positives right okay. now. All right, go ahead. This is from an article in today's USA Today. Uh-huh. Uh, the writer says that there's no definitive indication of how the handshake began, but one common theory is that it developed as a way for people to prove to others that they weren't carrying a weapon. <laughs> well, it makes sense. So how no... are you how are you going to prove to Mike that you don't are not carrying a weapon if you don't shake his hand? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a, a dance. You're not going to do a do dance. Like Get out of here. Hey, hey, all right. Okay, listen to this. People who shake hands before beginning negotiations achieve better joint outcomes. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait, wait. A handshake makes things better in the end? Exactly. Exactly. Executives who shake hands before antagonistic talks are less likely to lie about self-benefiting information. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. A truth shake. Over the course of history, John, mm-hmm. handshakes have marked the end of wars, the beginning of peace talks, and the launch of major business deals. Whoa. Wait, can I talk to you about some memorable public handshakes that you might remember? Yeah, I, I do. Now that you say this about the end of the war, I do remember that there was a very famous handshake. Exactly. At, at that's the, the one you're. Civil War. Okay. That's Robert E. Lee, right? Surrendering to Ulysses S. Grant. Uh-huh. Now, you don't remember that one. It's probably a photograph. No, I don't remember. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that was 1865. I remember the three way handshake um, Anwar Sadat, Menachem Begin, and Jimmy Carter. Right. They were doing this, right? Passing yep. it around. Hey, you guys. Yep. That was 1979. Yeah. Um, how about uh, Ronald Reagan meeting Mikhail Gorbachev in 1985? Mm. That's very cool. Yeah. Okay. Now, what would they have been doing if they weren't shaking hands? Doing this. Yeah, right? get out of here. 
Well, what if there was ever a handshake on the moon? You think like Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong like shook hands? Well, there was nobody there. What do you mean there was nobody there? Well, I mean, we were there, but nobody else was there. It wasn't like they were going up to greet somebody. No, but they made history. Like, you know, we like the first handshake on the moon, all those first things, you know. Yeah, that didn't happen. Maybe next time. Remember when Elon Musk takes his baby, Uh, XAE12 or whatever. Yeah. Poor thing's name is. Is that a girl? uh, It's a boy, I believe. It's a boy. Okay. Let's get back to you. We'll talk to Grimes about that. (laughs) Anyway, people who shake hands, John, are more likely to get job offers. Really? Okay. Now, yes. you mm-hmm. do you think now when you go in? I don't remember this. Now, when you go in for an interview, do you shake hands? Immediately? Always, yes. Oh, I shake hands immediately. I shake hands all the time. I think mm-hmm. that's a wonderful way of like being warm and you're greeting and being mm-hmm. sincere. I think I think your handshake tells a lot about you. Yes, it does. Yeah. I mean, right. that's what they you know they tell you before your first job interview. You have to have a firm handshake. You have to right. look somebody in the eye. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so now I'm going to be looking you in the eye, but no handshake. <laughs> I'll do this. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Can, I, can I tell you about some of the alternatives, which are all stupid? I'll tell you right now, they all just sound stupid. All right. Except for one. What's the top? Hand wave. <laughs> hey, that baby. is idiotic. I mean, if, I mean, I'm waving to all you guys because I'm on Zoom right now. Right. And if you're not watching the show, you can on Facebook, 101.5 Word FM or The Ride Home with John and Kathy. You can watch me wave. But if I'm in the room with you, John, and I'm not, I'm not watching you wave. What if you, what if you pointed somebody? Hey, man, I That's see you. Dumb. I see you. That's dumb. Make okay. America. Okay, this is dumber. Right. The foot the foot shake. I've seen videos of that. That's dumb. Yeah, well, not that bad. If you're 18 and you're a cool person, you can pull that off. If right. you're me, that's a disaster. Yeah, if you have bad balance, you like to, you know, foot bump and then fall over. Okay, how about the elbow bump? I don't mind the elbow bump. That's I think awkward. that might find its way. That's no. awkward. Plus, you're you're closer to a person if you're doing right, the elbow bump. Right. Right? I uh, think it's kind of close. No fist bump because it's flesh on flesh. Okay. How about this? The hand across the chest mm. so that I can relay to you how important you are to me. Sometimes when we touch, <laughs> the honesty is too much. Oh, I'm, like, I'm crying. so beautiful you. how you did that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, at least that one seems a little sincere because sometimes people do that. Like if you're really touched by something, people do put their hand over their Who's heart. Who's going to do that, Listen, Jeff? I saw- so wimpy. I like it. I, I don't know if I like it. I think- Why don't you bow? Okay. Like okay. Indians the, do. That's the one I thought might work was yeah. the bow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So are you I, clasping your hands or anything? You know, or well, you, you, know, well you know, whenever you are traveling in um, a foreign country, especially when you're like immersed in the culture for a while, you're not just a tourist, you you start to pick up on how they greet one another. Mm-hmm. And that was very natural. That's how people greet each other in Indonesia. And it mm-hmm. was very natural for me to do. That's that's very, I don't know. It just seems like this is a thing. You're, you're saying What do you hello? do with your hands? Do you hold your hands, your hands out in like front this. of you? No, they're, like in a, they're in a prayer mode. Uh-huh. Little, I don't like know if they praying. think of it as a prayer mode. What is it? It's a know, humility it's act. It's Maybe. A, yeah, humility You're humbling act. yourself, Yeah, right? I think that's what it is. Okay. That's how it seemed to me. All right. I don't well, know. We did this. <laughs> okay, again, that's stupid. So that's the, to me, that's the only option we've got that makes any difference. The like, bow. if we're not going to shake hands, I, I'm not doing the thump, the elbow thing. I'm not doing the foot shake ever. What if you did that? What if you, like, thump your chest? Oh. Oh. That's like no. a guy thing. What about, like, yeah. the uh, brotherhood handshake? Right. What what's the brotherhood handshake? It's when you like spit in your hand. What? Oh yeah. Oh, hand yeah, yeah, great. Hand. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, that's safe. <laughs> well, my- I don't think ever, that's ever gonna come back. Let's find never? something worse than handshaking. Yeah. How about slapping five with both hands? Slapping. Give me some five. 
Give me some skin. <laughs> you <might remember> skin. <laughs> Give me some sickness. <laughs> Give me. Right? We're doomed. We're I guess doomed. We are. So anyway, so we have to find a new way to show that we are sincere people. Because all these other things seem ridiculous. And the thing that we're going to miss if we don't shake hands is sincerity. So how, right. do we, how do we greet people at church then? If you can't like. I just point at them. Hey, you. Can't, you, hey. Can't do a ho- you can't do a holy kiss right now. I'll tell you that. No, no. Well, what about people, you know, the Europeans were doing like ch- kisses on both sides of the cheek. Oh, yeah. Horrible idea. That's right? worse than shaking hands. Yeah. What if you did the Star Trek thing? Right. Live long and prosper. No, we're going to be OK. This, yeah. OK. Like That's probably copyrighted. That's Every time we do that, we're we gonna... got to go. I got to write somebody a check now. Uh, <laughs> it's a fee involved. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Look, that's all I got. It's just right, depressing, people. Uh, it's depressing. Just one more thing to look forward to in this new oh. age that we live in. I'm, still, I'm, right. so I'm still going with the fist bump, though. Yeah, the fist bump? Yeah. Are you? Right. That's what I'm going with. What about okay, you? Okay. Well, let's hope, let's hope Mike doesn't have any viruses on the outside of his hand. Boom. That's all I'm Love. saying. Hey. All right. Coming up on today's show, you want to hear what we have ahead for us, John? What's that? Are you excited? Are you kidding me? I am right here in my spare room. My excitement is bubbling over. That's what I want to hear. I mean, it's going out into the hallway, down the steps, in the backyard, down the street. From the spare room forward, 50,000 watts. I am like super pumped. I'm going to give you a fist pump. Boom. Wow. This is... This is really Boom. exciting all of a sudden. Here we go. <laughs> wow. Is that because it's National Buttermilk Biscuit Day, which we'll discuss in the 5 o'clock hour? Had I known. Okay. Uh, we'll also talk about, for good mothering advice, skip the mommy blogs and look to Jesus instead, if that is an outstanding advice. And coming up in this hour, uh, we're going to talk about everything's changed in this era, but in some ways nothing's changed. Amy Simpson and the On Deck Circle. And a little later this hour, the premiere of a brand new segment would you pay this for that? Mm, all right. That's the, uh, that's the Thursday edition. Mm-hmm. Take a break. Come back. Amy Simpson's with us in a few minutes. Ten. Stick around, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Boom. WORD. Turning Point with David Jeremiah. Life is difficult. Life is hard. It's not getting any easier. But here's what I know that's so wonderfully triumphant for every one of us. There's not anything you're ever going to experience or experiencing now that Jesus doesn't understand. Join Dr. David Jeremiah for his series, The Jesus You May Not Know, next time on Turning Point. This evening at 7.30 on 101.5 WORD. If your family depends on your income and something happened to you, what would happen to them? You need life insurance, and SelectQuote can help you get it at a price you can afford. SelectQuote found Jacob, 40, who's in excellent health, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $19 a month. Not in perfect health? Don't worry. SelectQuote found Tanya, 40, who has type 2 diabetes, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for only $32 a month. We shop companies like Protective, Prudential, American General, and others to find you the company with the best rates. Give your family the security they need at a price you can afford. For your free quote, call 1-800-880-7474. That's 1-800-880-7474. Or go to selectquote.com. That's 1-800-880-7474. Select quote. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your premium could vary depending on your health, issue and company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. 
Learn more at ccaschool.com. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, a partner you can trust in times of need, featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. Well, whether it's handshakes, no church, working from home remotely, of course, everything's changed. It feels as though, uh, you know, in a, in a heartbeat. So is this how it's going to be forever? Mm-hmm. Amy Simpson's back with us. Amy is the acquisitions editor for Moody Publishing. She's a speaker. She's also an author of excellent works. Blessed are the unsatisfied, finding spiritual freedom in an imperfect world. Troubled minds, mental illness, and the church's mission. And anxious, choosing faith in a world of worry. Amy, welcome back to the show. It's been a while. Thanks. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, but good to be on here with you guys. Thank yeah, you. Amy, we've missed you. Now let's talk about this thing that you're thinking about, that it seems like everything's changed, but you're saying, yeah, that's true, but at the same time, nothing's changed. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like a lot of things in life, it depends on how we look at it. And, yeah. um, and this is always true with, you know, uh, physical realities versus spiritual realities. <laughs> where, you know, say life looks one way um, from the perspective that we have, and yet when, we, when we're able to kind of rise above that and see things from God's perspective and see things in light of, of God's Word, we see things in another way. And I, and I think that this is a case where, you know, yes, on the, on the surface and in many ways life has, has changed dramatically and, and, and really everything has changed. And that's the way it feels to us. And yet the, the things that are most true in life and the things upon which we actually build, are seeking to build our lives that are, are foundational for us have not changed. So, Amy, I, I would think that there's like, you know, a, a line in the sand that's happened for a lot of people, right? People will look back now 10 years or so probably and go, well, before the pandemic and then after the pandemic. And you imagine with the, the massive job losses and unemployment and people just totally upside down, that sense of anxiety and fear is so overwhelming. And, and I, I get exactly what you're saying. Of course, God is eternal and his ways will, will not change. But at the same time, man, people are scared, aren't they? And I don't know um, if you don't know Jesus, what are you grabbing onto? Yeah, exactly. And I've asked myself that question too. My husband and I, you know, we go on regular walks around our neighborhood because that's where we can go. <laughs> and, um, 
And we've talked about that a lot. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what where people are able to find their hope or how they're coping without Christ. Um, but, you know, the, the reality is in a situation like this, part of what, there are many ways people are suffering. And part of what makes us suffer is that sense of anxiety that results when we find ourselves in a future that we haven't prepared for, you know, or this is the, this is the future that we were not preparing for. We thought we were doing everything right, or we thought we were heading in a certain direction. We had done everything we could to, to get there and to, and to survive and to do well and thrive when we got there. And yet now we find ourselves that is, you know, in a completely different future than the one we thought we were headed toward. Um, that's, that's very difficult. And it, it feels like everything flips on its head. And, you know, I think we go through, we tend to go through this process in times like these of, of sort of reintegration where we, we look at, have to look at our current circumstances and figure out, okay, now how does this fit in to the, the story of my life up to this point and, and find ourselves sort of maybe, you know, without unconsciously going through the process of, of weaving this in with our past. You know, now how does this make sense so that we can kind of make sense of the trajectory and then figure out, okay, where do I go from here? Um, that causes tons of anxiety. It's very uncomfortable uncomfortable for us. And I don't want to minimize any of the suffering that is present in that. And I experience it too. And yet I take great comfort in knowing that that Christ um, himself has not changed, you know, that the the future... Um, has always included this. Our future has always included this time. We just didn't know it. You know, we couldn't see it. So God has not been caught off guard by this. God is not anxious but at all. Um, and theologically and positionally, you know, nothing has changed for us. Our sense of calling is the same. The fact that we cannot control um, the universe is is true now, but it was always true. Um, you know, the fact that the future is unknown for us is, is true, but has always been true. So in some ways, I think part of what we're living through right now is that our circumstances have revealed to us what has always been true, but that we have been able to, to some degree, ignore, you know, or convince ourselves it's not true. We find these ways of exerting control over our environment and, you know, kind of convincing ourselves that we're, we're, we've, I, we've got this, you know, we're, we're in charge or we're again, kind of preparing for the right future. And yet, uh, often those, those things are an illusion for us. So this part of what's happening for us right now is revealing things that have been true all along that we have to face into. Yeah. Amy Simpson's with us, acquisitions editor at Moody Publishing and a terrific author of a bunch of books we'll talk about um, as this uh, interview goes on. Amy, I'm thinking, though, of your role as a life coach, and I know you've done that for a long time, and there are a lot of people right now who are going to need to readjust their uh, career expectations or maybe even their career path. I have a lot of friends who are musicians here in Pittsburgh, Amy, and I know every one of them is thinking, I don't know when this is going to come back. Um, my life as a professional musician, or if it's going to come back. So talk about how, how you'd speak to people who really are at a crossroads. Yeah, it's a great question. And, um, you know, again, this is, um, this is real suffering, right? This is not, it's not as if, oh, you know, God is in control, so these things don't matter. You know, it doesn't matter how we feel or 
that we don't know how we're going to support ourselves or our families. Um, those things are are real. Those things are true. And yet, in these moments when when the truth, you know, the curtain is peeled back a little bit and the truth is revealed to us, um, things that have always been there that we have been looking past. So you know that that we're not in control of the universe. That that we cannot trust in ourselves. You know, solely that we. Um, you know, the, the things that we, in which we tend, some of the things that we've always counted on, like that we can just go run to the store and grab whatever we need, you know, at a, on a moment's notice, some of those things that we've taken for granted, you know, are not so easy to take for granted now. So yeah. at moments like these, when those things are revealed, I think we, we tend, or, or we need to, um, kind of go back to the things that are still true for us now. So for example, you know, for someone who has prepared for a certain future, um, that future has not unfolded. It can be easy to feel that the, the things they, the course, say the career they prepared themselves for, um, is, you know, they see it <laughs> floating away perhaps. Yeah. And so yeah. their, their future is floating away along with it. And yet, I, I ask people to kind of go back to well, what is what are the foundational truths behind your preparations for that. So yes, you um, you were a, a professional musician and you're not able to get those gigs now, but you do still have that musical ability. There are other things that are true about you as well. You know, things that led you to go in that direction. And let's come back to who who are you mm. as a person. You know, what are those skills you have so that your your job or your role was not really the ultimate expression of who you are? You know, that those things are not gone. Who you are is still here. And it's a matter of maybe finding a different way to express that now yeah. um, that requires resilience and a lot of creativity yeah. <laughs> to it's sort of reinvent word. what that means. It is. And I, and I think, you know, not having suffered a lot, right? Uh, you're a certain age. Of course, you know, just to be alive is to f- have a difficult time sorting through the day-to-day. But generally, as a society or as a nation, for the last however many decades, we really have not suffered greatly here in the United States. So, you know, we've given a lot of co- uh, lip service, I think, to, oh, the Lord and my confidence is in God. But at the same time, we really haven't been tested. So maybe perhaps the first time in our lives, we're tested here. So what are we made of and what is our confidence mm-hmm. in God going to do for us or not, whether we're in all the way or we're just, you know, providing lip yeah. service? Yeah, exactly. You know, I was last night, my husband and I were reading Psalm 33. And I, as I was, as we were reading this, I thought, well, how appropriate. Um, and there are, there are several verses that were just very appropriate to our concert current circumstances, one of them, um, or two of them being verses 10 and 11, which say, the Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples, but the plans of the Lord stand firm forever, the purposes of his heart through all generations. Um, And then later in the psalm, it talks about how, you know, it says, no king is saved by the side of his army, no warrior escaped by his great strength. And, you know, for many people, I think here, especially in the United States, but really in the West for generations now, you know, we have really been very much tempted to put place our trust in our own strength 
and in the even literally the size of our army, right, and our economic power, um, some of those things that we have truly placed our trust in as a people are directly they're 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 crumbling before our eyes. Mm. Um, so, you know that that is a serious test. It is very scary. It is suffering. Um, and yet, like you said, you know, we're really being forced to kind of own up to things that we have paid lip service to in the past. Yeah. Do we really mean this, that ultimately our trust is not in those things? Well, we're, we're, find, we're getting a taste of what it means to find out, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. to put that to the test. And, those, mm-hmm. and, and the places where we do say we put our trust, those are the things that have not changed. Um, so thanks be to God <laughs> that our... You know, ultimately, our lives are in his hands, that ultimately what happens here and now is about, um, you know, is a blip, will be a blip on the screen for eternity. And really what will last is what is what is done in his name and the great things that God is doing in our world, that mo- much of which we cannot currently see, you know, that we're, we're not really aware of, but we get to be part of it nonetheless. So... I I just am taking great hope in knowing and trusting that those things are true, mm-hmm. um, that we do have, even though it feels as if the ground underneath is, is shifting, there is a solid foundation here. Um, we we just need to turn our eyes in that direction. Mm-hmm. That does not, again, that doesn't solve the problem of where where is my next paycheck going to come from, right? Um, and it doesn't make that problem go away, and yet we do serve a God who knows exactly the answers to those questions and will watch over his people. That's Amy Simpson. Amy is the award-winning author of Blessed Are the Unsatisfied, Finding Spiritual Freedom in an Imperfect World, Troubled Minds, Mental Illness, and the Church's Mission, and the newest, Anxious, Choosing Faith in a World of Worry. It's been great to hear from you again, Amy. Take care. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. You too. Okay. So our confidence—it is a good word, right? I mean, doesn't mean it's an easy word, but it's still a good one. All of our despair, all of our anxiety, all that fear. Uh, we stand before the Lord for the first time, truly, and surrender ourselves. Take a break. Come back. Uh, shocking figures out yesterday about unemployment. Let's delve into that a little bit and what that might mean. Stick around. It's the ride home with John and Kathy. It's the Thursday edition. The coronavirus pandemic has caused a lot of chaos lately, but something good that's come from it all is that Americans are waking up to the fact that we make too many things overseas and are reliant on China and other nations for the products that we need most. Enough is enough. Authentically American is a veteran-owned, patriotic, made-in-USA apparel company. They produce the highest quality apparel you can find, and it's all American-made. While other companies are waiting for their supplies to come in from Asia— Authentically American is still going strong, putting our neighbors to work every day. They also give 10% of every purchase to charities that support our veterans and their families. Use code SALEMPITTSBURG to get 10% off your entire purchase. Don't spend one more dime on products made overseas. If every American spent an extra $3.33 on U.S.-made goods, it would create almost 10,000 new jobs in this country. Shop at AuthenticallyAmerican.us and use promo code SalemPittsburgh to take 10% off your entire purchase. That's promo code SalemPittsburgh. 
Where is yours made? Let's welcome Jeremy Kemp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? Don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Car shop from your couch with Cars.com. It's never been so easy. Connect with dealers to tour cars virtually. Search great prices. And yes, they feature cars ready for home delivery. With over 4 million new and used cars, Cars.com has your match. I get this warm feeling every single time we have special needs patients in our office. Their needs are not that different from anybody else. Spending the time with that patient is very rewarding to me. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care at StockFamilyDentistry.com. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, tune in and on radio.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Cloudy and mild with occasional rain and a thunderstorm. Tonight's low, 63. Breezy for tomorrow with clouds and a shower or thunderstorm, high 78. Showers and thunderstorms tomorrow night, otherwise cloudy and mild, low 60. Sunshine and some clouds on Saturday with a high 75. Sunday, high 76. With the Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. everybody knows how bad things are with the job losses in the last couple of months. But when you hear this number, it really crystallizes things, at least it did for me. The Federal Reserve says nearly 40% of people in households making under $40,000 a year lost their jobs oh in gosh. March. 40% of the people in this country oh, that's shocking. That's making $40,000 or less are now unemployed. The Fed today released new data showing the ripple effects on the unprecedented scale of job loss. 36 million people have filed for unemployment insurance in the last two months. In the uh, survey of household economics and decision-making, the Fed reports one-third of adults reported job loss at a reduction in hours, expecting difficulty in not paying any bills at all. What is that going to do? That ripple forward. Yeah, that's the whole thing. It's right? the ripple forward, right? I mean, you get that forty percent of the people. I mean, those people are the you know the blue collar working class of this country. Yep. People are working as cashiers or whatever, and that's all gone. Right. That's a long, yeah. long process to try to bring something like that back, it is isn't a, it? It is a long road back. It should make each one of us who have a job just oh, so incredibly grateful you, and just reach out with compassion to every one of you who's listening right now yeah. or watching on Facebook right now, our live stream. We are so sorry 
for what has happened to your personal life. I mean, you know, I was talking to a friend of ours, Steve, online uh, during yesterday's show. Um, he's one of those people that's without a gig because he, he works in a gig economy. And, um, of course, he can't go into people's homes and do the thing he normally does contractor-wise. And he also had a major catastrophe in his life with a fire. Mm. And it's just, you think, uh, what, how many horrible, challenging things can happen to a person in a space of three months. Right. So for all of you, gosh, you know, our hearts go out to you. And it goes back to that segment we just did with Amy Simpson about, you know, confidence in God. Yeah. We've been talking about this for a long time, you know, growing up as a believer. And then now here we are for a lot of people. This is really where the rubber hits the road. So, yeah. Right. You know, I I remember, John, so many times when I was going through really hard times and I would have someone come up to me who was a believer in Jesus and they would say, you know what? just have faith in God, you know, just have faith. in, And you think that is not helpful for me to hear that from you right now. Uh, Yeah. So I remember being on the other side of that. And so I don't, all I know is when I was go when I was deep in grief and fear and all those sorts of things, the only thing that really helped were people coming alongside and just sitting there. Sure. Or someone saying, not trying to give me an answer, not trying to fix it because there's no fixing it. No, there's no right. fixing it. There's no answer. So you just need people to sit with you and just remind you of the fact that God's constant and they're constant too. Yeah. Share the pain, share the grief. And at the yeah. same time, you know, if you do, do know somebody and, and your first reaction is, well, you know, just have faith in God. Well, you have faith in God. And, and oh, by the way, here's a check. It, you know, yeah, for, that, boy, it doesn't cover help. a whole lot, but you know, I can give you a little something, right? But it's something. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, put yourself to action. That's all. Yeah. All right. Hey, um, in in the spare time that people have now, uh, mm-hmm. what I found myself doing, and I sometimes I'll like you know go on eBay and just kind of like you know type in keywords, peruse, look at things. Yeah, just sure. do. And the good news is, more often than not, I am not tempted to buy, right? Which makes my wife extremely happy. But you know, if you go on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. People are selling some weird, interesting things. <laughs> For bad prices, I'll tell you right now. Yeah, right. So in a few minutes, we'll take a break, come back. We're going to talk about that. Uh, what would you pay for that? And uh, Kath has looked at some things on Facebook. Oh, I've looked at some things. Yeah. Some Have you looked ones. at some things, John? I've seen a few things. Uh-huh. Yeah, we've seen some things. Yeah. So we'll give some, uh, some space for that little shopping online. WORD. Wondering how can God be good in the midst of the coronavirus suffering? Grab a free download of the new book, Coronavirus and Christ, from Family Life Today. Author John Piper writes, My aim is to show why God in Christ is the rock in this pandemic of the coronavirus and what it is like to stand on his mighty love. Get John Piper's Coronavirus and Christ ebook free. Download it now at wordfm.com slash download. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is this never ends. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. 
I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Were you lied to when buying a timeshare and want out? Get the facts about timeshare cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. Spending more time inside? J&D Waterproofing can help you breathe a little easier. Protect your family, friends, and pets from mold, dampness, and other unhealthy elements. For over 80 years, J&D has been making Pittsburgh basements very dry and improving indoor air quality with solutions. Solutions like the Easy Breathe System. Eliminate unhealthy mold and allergy-causing moisture without filters or reservoirs while using less energy than a 40-watt light bulb. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY or visit jdwaterproofing.com. Every bride is unique, and at URB Bridal Informal in Bethel Park, every dress is customized to celebrate her unique body shape. From size 00 to 36, high fashion, private label designs made to order, as flattering to your budget as they are to your neckline. Enjoy a personalized, no-pressure luxury shopping experience, complete with complimentary champagne and chocolate, and see the entire selection. Find a dress that celebrates you, because you are beautiful, at urbbridal.com. With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times. All right, so uh, I don't know about you, but I, I kind of find some enjoyment of like window shopping online, whether it's eBay or Facebook Marketplace mm-hmm. or Craigslist. Yeah, I'm not really in the market for anything, to be honest. I'm not. In the past, though, I've bought a lot of weird stuff on Facebook, mm-hmm. which you know I'd be happy to delve into. No, I don't but- think we care. <laughs> you, you always find odd and unusual things. Yes. So we've got a segment here. What would you pay for that? Kath has done a little shopping. I have myself. We'll describe a few things mm-hmm. that are currently listed and see what we what you would pay for. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kath, you want to go first? I'd like to begin, John. All right, go ahead. I'd like to begin with something that I think you know something about because oh. you picked out one of these items for me. Oh, I have. Okay. I have for your consideration, John, a Giant Eagle top freezer and refrigerator. Mm. It's white. It's clean. It looks like it was made in the 1990s. Now, do you guess what you would pay for that, or do I tell you what they're asking and you say yes or no? No, I think okay. Can you describe a little bit more? So it's a what what kind of? So it's a it's a it's a GE top freezer refrigerator on the bottom. All right, it's white, it's clean, Mm -hmm. Um, it looks style wise like it perhaps was from the 1990s. It has the um, it has the wood look handle. Oh yeah, sure, sure. You know, with the little chrome, you know, accents. Uh That might even be 70s, Kath. That little wood thing. Yeah. it might be. Actually. It might be. Yeah, yeah. It could. And so be. it's a full freezer. It's a full mm-hmm. freezer. I mean, Over- it's a full top freezer. Okay. And there's a refrigerator on the bottom. All right. Mm-hmm. How big is it? Does it say how big it is? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. It's a, okay. it's a regular. It's a regular. It's not for like a new home that's like has no. enormous capacity. It's like what you would have probably in your house growing up. Okay, but it's serviceable. It said. Does, it, does the description say it's in good shape? Mm-hmm. It says good shape. Two fifty. Three nineteen. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-mm, I'm on okay. your side. I'm willing to pay 250, you know, but they have 319. Let's take a little walk down the hill there, right? Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. Okay. So the answer is no, you would not pay for this for that. No, I would not. Okay. okay. Here you go. Okay. This is a beautiful full length raccoon fur, cro- fur coat. What? A beautiful full length raccoon fur coat from Pross in Pittsburgh. It still has the original receipt from 1988 for $1,799 on sale from $2,299. It has three hook and eye closures. The last picture shows it being worn by a five foot four woman who normally wears a size 14, approximately 51 inches long down the back from the neck. Um, I estimate a woman's size of L or XL or a man's M or L. Mm-hmm. A very nice coat. Kath, mm-hmm. if you were going to buy yourself a vintage full-length raccoon fur coat yes. from Pross, mm-hmm. originally $2,299 on sale for $1,799, purchased in 1988. Mm-hmm. Now in the market for that raccoon fur, cro- fur coat, what are you willing to pay? Uh John, I'm sorry. I have no interest in wearing an actual fur coat. Perhaps perhaps you've asked the wrong person. A raccoon fur coat. Mike? Because it it would would work with a male, male or female. You're saying it. Yeah, it might. Would you you yourself wear a raccoon fur coat? (laughs) Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think it would. Hmm. Okay, so. Can't support that. You're saying $11, Kath? I'm saying $11, and that's because I'm trying to be nice. Okay. Uh, on uh, Craigslist right now, currently going for the asking price of $400. No. $400. Mm-hmm. Okay. No. I have to say no to that, John. That's All kind right, of okay. disgusting. All Categorically, right. no. Okay. Can I interest you in a tandem bike? Oh, a bicycle built for two. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes. Yes, you can. Yes. You're going to like it better when I tell you it's green. Yeah. Oh, that it was right. rarely used, that it has a 21-speed drivetrain. What? Extra wide tires, linear pull V-brakes, the tires hold air, everything is in working order. Oh, whoa, John, whoa. how right much now. would you pay I for want this? this? I want this. Um it looks excellent. I'm sure it does. Yeah. I, I'm I, quite my, excited about see, it. See, my heart started to get a little raced. I thought you would there. like it. Uh, that could, I mean, depending upon the, the model of the bike. I don't know the, the model. I'm sorry. And that could go for a lot of money. The condition is excellent. The condi- it was rarely used. I mean, I, look, from what I'm willing to pay for what it's worth, there's the difference, right? I mean, right, the, the right. street value, the street value might be $900. Okay. Maybe I'd pay three. You would pay three. Okay, well, they're asking, John, two fifty. Uh-huh. I think it's a steal. Yeah, it might be a steal, right? I'm you, very, I'm 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 really behind this particular seller. Would you yourself, you and your husband do a, a bicycle bill for Absolutely two? Absolutely not. No, why would no. They, why not? No, because I don't think we need that in our relationship. I think it's a relationship builder, not I don't a destroyer. Think it is. Really? No. <laughs> I mean, the person in the back is the muscle, right? They're the yeah. ones who are doing He's all very the hard strong. work. Right? He's very strong. Person up front. Oh, we're going this way, babe. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, so I, it, it, maybe it could help our relationship. That's what actually. I'm saying. It could make the most of out of our particular right. giftings. Because I've Exactly. I know where mm-hmm. to go, right? And the other guy's going, come on, let's go. All right. Give me a little muscle there. All right. All right. Give me another one. Okay. The Healing Oils of the Bible Book. <laughs> 
considered cure-alls by biblical wow. people, healing by prayer and anointment with oils as practiced by Jesus' disciples and early Christians. This is not, look, this is not a theologian here. This is just someone on, on Craigslist writing the description of the book. Are you sure? <laughs> considered cure-alls by biblical people, healing by prayer and anointment with oils as practiced by Jesus' disciples and early Christians is made practical for us today in this book based on both science and scripture. Most enjoyable. And Everything's based on science now, isn't mm-hmm. it? Every last thing. Most enjoyable, easy to read, presents modern day applications of essential oils, yes. as well as their use in scriptural times. A good book for ministers to gain a perspective on anointing with oils. I was amazed at the comprehension of the research Dr. Stewart has done. Huh. It's a book, Healing Oils of the Bible. Okay. Kath, what are you yeah. paying? Uh, I'm paying um, $2.75. Oh. Mike, you yourself, a disciple of the oils? Uh, I'm not paying. Or an oil oil disciple. Yes. What are you paying? I'm not, nothing, because I have that book. Nothing. You have the book. You have the book. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Mike, wait, Mike's selling it. (laughs) I'm trying to sell it, yeah. Yeah, right. Okay, contact M. Duffy. Well, I should have known. Okay, Okay, this is on Craigslist. $2.75, Kath? Yeah. Pull out a cool $5 bill. It's yours on Craigslist. Okay. I don't know, John. Very nice. All right. Very that's nice. tempting. Uh, okay. Not as good as this, though. Okay. Would you like, in your possession, to mm. cheer up your home that you're in all the darn time? Yeah. A leopard print glass pumpkin. <laughs> what is a leopard print glass pumpkin? Well, is I don't it an know. ornamental? Is there like is well, it's a certainly paperweight? Not to, it's certainly not to eat. No. I'll tell you that it's nine inches tall. That's big. That's and a it's big glass and it's new with tags, so really? it has never been appreciated by anybody. <laughs> Sitting it, that's a good little regifter thing, isn't it? Yeah. What do you think about that? A a tiger print glass. Pumpkin. No, it's leopard print. It's oh, not tiger. Print, sorry, mm-hmm. it's a very specific taste, isn't it? Right, very specific. I don't think it would appeal to the masses. <laughs> no, but someone might love it. Yes. Uh, it's a glass pumpkin. It's got to be pretty heavy if it's nine inches tall. Mm-hmm. Does it say about the? Does it talk about the weight? It doesn't. It doesn't. No. Uh, well, I don't really want it, and I really don't think I could gift it. I- I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Can I pass? Or I to, do I have to give you a price? I think you have to give me a figure. Okay. Uh, I mean, I had to do the raccoon coat. Okay, you're right. Uh, three bucks. Three bucks. All right. Well, that's going to be a disappointment to the person selling it for fifteen. Mm, okay. Fifteen bucks. I mean, even that I would say is pretty much a throwaway, right? Yeah, what do you think right. it would cost somebody to produce something like that? A lot more than fifteen bucks. All right. I'm okay, not this sure is good. Actually, this is for the man who has everything. Six vintage grease guns. <laughs> a lot of six vintage grease guns. Good deal for someone buying all. And there's a picture of them all. The vintage grease guns. Why do I need six? Maybe you need a lot of stuff that needs to be lubricated. <laughs> Crank it up with the grease guns, and they're vintage. I mean, they're, they're some, what what they are is just some old stuff that's been sitting in someone's you know shed. Do I have to take the whole lot? Yes, you do. Six vintage grease guns going for uh, $11. $40. What? Kay. 40 smackers. What? Okay, all right. Okay, I got to get this one in before the break. Okay. Um, Walk 
while working, John. Mm. The oh, TR-1200 no. treadmill desk. Not doing that. That sounds like yes. torture on any level. Yes, it has padded desk. It has padded armrests oh, so yep. that while we're working together, like while we're doing the show, you can put your arms like this and oh, you sure. can be doing your treadmill thing. Right. The only way has, I'd buy that if it had like a little uh, like a chip clip thing. I could have a, spacious, a bag of chips. It has a spacious work area. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. That, how much? How, how much are you willing to pay for this item? Well, maybe I could maybe I could resell it. Um, I'd buy it for twenty bucks. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, that is not what the seller wants to hear nope. because it is on Craigslist right now, friends. Six hundred and fifty dollars. Oh my gosh! You think? Okay. Yes. Okay. Let me close it off real quickly here. A nineteen eighty nine Gibson houseboat. Oh. Fourteen by forty four, uh, dual air conditioners, fully equipped uh, kitchen, bathroom, full bath with shower. Downstairs, two full beds, two top deck, uh, two top decks. Comes fully furnished inside and out wow. for a Gibson houseboat. What year? Nineteen eighty-nine. That's eighty-nine thousand. Thirty-two thousand dollars, calf. Wow, the bargain! You could find yourself on a houseboat before you know it. I think that is a good bit. Mike wants to live on a houseboat. So yeah. This could be exactly what he's looking for. Okay, Mike, you head yourself on down to Clarksville and pick this baby up. All right, that's our newest segment. Would you pay this for that? I don't know. I'm not. We didn't buy anything. We I did not buy, buy one thing. That's because you didn't want the pumpkin. Yeah, I should have never done for that. All right. So hard to please. Okay, all the mysteries and thrills abound on Craigslist. Your teeth can't remote into the office or remain socially distant, and dental emergencies won't wait to flatten the curve. The good news. While Stock Family Dentistry remains closed for routine care, they are open for emergencies, going above and beyond the norm to provide a safe, sanitary environment, pre-screening, and seeing only one patient in the office at a time. Stock Family Dentistry on Perry Highway in Wexford, where exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. At StockFamilyDentistry.com. You've all helped build my pillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, MyPillow towels, roll-and-go anywhere pillows, duvet covers, Giza pillowcase, bolster pillows, and neck pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Be sure to use promo code word my pillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic they'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at ccaschool.com. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, a partner you can trust in times of need. Featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. 
Your employees and customers have new expectations when it comes to cleanliness. Cintas has the products and services you need to feel prepared. A trained Cintas technician can apply disinfectant and sanitizer spray to common surfaces. And we'll keep you well stocked with gloves, face masks, hand sanitizer, and disinfectant wipes, professional cleaning supplies, and PPE. Just a few ways Cintas can help you keep your business safe. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. You know, the cool thing, uh, well, one of the cool things, probably the few things being stuck inside, is that uh, people who are performers are producing things that are one of a kind, like live streaming one kind events. Mm-hmm. And so daily, you look in, you know, the paper online, you'll see things. So today, a couple of things of note, travel back in time with Prince and the Revolution tonight at nine o'clock on oh. YouTube, the Prince Estate in partnership with YouTube, is hosting a watch party of Prince and the Revolution live. Really? The renowned concert captured at the Carrier Dome in Syracuse on March 30th, 1985. The show was filmed at the peak of the Purple Rain Tour. Hmm. Okay. It shows Prince at the top of his career. Nine o'clock on YouTube. Interesting. A tribute to Dylan Thomas at eight o'clock online in celebration of International Dylan Thomas Day. I didn't know there was such a thing. I didn't either. 92 Wise Poetry Center will release a never before seen recording of the 2014 performance of Thomas's play Under Milkwood featuring actor Michael Sheen. Also, uh, the new gig economy uh, tonight at 9 o'clock, the Jazz Foundation of America's website is producing the new gig with Elvis Costello, Sheryl Crow, and more. Hmm. Uh, It also stars Danny Glover, Mark Ruffin, Bruce Willis, and Rosie Perez. None of which are jazz artists. That's really, it's a weird collection. I'm not sure why the jazz, who's putting that out? Uh, the um, Jazz Foundation of America's That's website. That's kind of weird. Okay. Yeah. I think they're just trying to draw some big names. Okay. You know, oh, I want to see what Bruce Willis. Oh, isn't Bruce Willis a musician? He might have a band. I think he did. Like one of those. I mean, uh, like a Kevin about, Bacon band. Elvis Costello's wife. Oh, I mean, yeah. She's the jazz musician, not him. She is the jazz musician. Maybe she'll make a special appearance, right? That would be nice. All right. A conversation with uh, Beanie Fieldstein. I do not hope. Uh, Lady Bird, the film, which I loved, and yeah, Booksmart, loved I also loved, uh, stars a woman, uh, Beanie Fieldstein. And uh, I don't know who she is, but she's going to talk about the movies. That's also streaming this evening. Okay. We're streaming right now. Speaking we of are. That. Find, us on, find us on Facebook right now or later if you're right. driving. 101.5 Word FM on Facebook or The Ride Home with John and Kathy on Facebook. We would love to see you there. Receive your comments and say hi. All right. Yeah. What's up for the five o'clock hour, Kath? We get some big shindig going on here. We sure do have a big shindig going on. For good mothering advice, skip the mommy blogs. Look to Jesus instead. I'm telling you, I am so glad when my kids were little, I didn't have a mommy blog to read every day. Really? Oh my gosh. All you do is compare yourself to everybody else and think you should be skinnier and prettier and smarter and better. I do that all the time. John, why are not you skinnier? Why are not you prettier, John? What is wrong? If you just had a glass pumpkin, everything would be much better in your life. But apparently, I don't even know how much time we have left until the break. (laughs) (laughs) Shout louder, Mike. What'd you say? Uh, Yeah. 
Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and Carl Vader is also coming up. We're going to talk about what little, small, tiny neighborhood churches need, especially in this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, who still buys Whiteout and why? You buy Whiteout? Yes. Really? Faithfully. All right. Stick around for that conversation. I mean, we're the only one talking about Whiteout. It's right over with John and Kathy. Everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORD FM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app by heart, tune in, and at radio.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The Senate has voted to reauthorize several intelligence programs by a vote of 80 to 16. Senators voting to reauthorize three intel programs that expired earlier this year amid a GOP deadlock on certain provisions. President Trump says the coronavirus pandemic highlights the importance of U.S. manufacturing and moving supply chains out of China, the country he blames for not doing enough to slow the virus. The president today has traveled to Allentown, Pennsylvania, to highlight a U.S. medical equipment distributor and talk about restocking the national medical stockpile. The stock market ending a choppy day higher as a turnaround by banks and energy companies helped end a two-day losing streak. The Dow gained 377 points, the Nasdaq up 80, the S&P ahead 32. This is SRN News. Here at Rocket Mortgage and the Rock family of companies, every one of our team members knows a hero. My Uncle Paul, who works long hours at the grocery store to make sure that people can put food on the table. We really want to thank my wife's cousin, Marie, who works so hard as a nurse saving others. Thank you for being a hero in our community, Des Marie. To those who leave their homes to keep us safe in ours, we thank you. From the front lines... Behind the scenes, we see you. You're essential every day, and today, you're heroes. We're giving families everywhere a little more hope for a healthier tomorrow. We're sending all our love, gratitude, and hope your way. Here's to all of you. We couldn't be more grateful. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Yeah, you guys are awesome. And we miss you, Mama. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to thank America's frontline and essential workers with us, visit everyoneknowsahero.com. Quicken Loans, LLC, NMLS number 3030, license in 50 states. Each legal entity that identifies themselves as part of the Rock family of companies are separate legal entities with their own governance and management structures. Let's welcome Jeremy Kemp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? Don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. If you are a caregiver for a family member or loved one, this is an important message. Excel Home Care will pay you to take care of your family member or loved one. Yes, you heard right. You can actually get paid to provide care for those you love. To learn more, contact Excel Home Care today and get started right now. Care and quality when you need it. XL Home Care, 412-212-8950, 412-212-8950. XL Home Care, a help at home company. 
Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, a partner you can trust in times of need, featuring 24-hour emergency service. From plumbing, heating, cooling, and trenchless sewer repairs, Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling has been a trusted name for over 35 years when it comes to helping you solve household problems and concerns. Visit greaterpghplumbing.com or call 412-223-2560. Greater Pittsburgh Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at greaterpghplumbing.com. Cloudy and mild with occasional rain and a thunderstorm. Tonight's low, 63. Breezy for tomorrow with clouds and a shower or thunderstorm, high 78. Showers and thunderstorms tomorrow night, otherwise cloudy and mild, low 60. Sunshine and some clouds on Saturday with a high 75. Sunday, high 76. With the Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Oh, hey. (laughs) Well, Mike, Mike, I'm sorry we're disturbing him. Hi. (laughs) Had a little break there during the... uh... Hi, it's the radio show. Mm, Yeah. Excuse me there. Yeah, ride home with John and Kathy. Sorry, I had a cookie in my mouth. You know, I, I'm just, I'm. Let me just be honest here. Everything's falling apart. It is just a, today's a little off. Okay. Look, we've been broadcasting from our spare rooms in our homes now for it's. It feels like like what 1938, 1939, something like that. Something like that. And so we've had a series of you know we've been holding the line today for whatever reason. It does feel a little looser, and I I don't know what the problem is. It feels looser. Does it I, feel? For me, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, have a problem uh, having a cognitive thought, actually. Yeah, no, I understand. Okay. Uh, I have, and I think that you have too, Kath, been watching some uh, travel documentaries, right? Listen, mm-hmm. I have never in my life enjoyed a travel documentary like I enjoy uh, them now. Of course, because <gasps> they're so beautiful, and oh I want to just gosh. be out there seeing the world. <laughs> well, according to Google, uh, the top U.S. travel searches on its platform from April 1st to May 11th read like a Globetrotter's sad pandemic monologue. <laughs> so people are, 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 t- are typing into Google, can you travel during shutdown? Will we be able to travel this summer? When will it be safe to travel again? Where to travel during COVID? When is it safe to travel again? Google says those terms have been replicated millions and millions of times on their search engines. That's really terrible. Right. The third and fourth uh, most uh, popular searches, despite those really sad ones, were regarding flights to India. The next top destinations were Sweden, Antarctica, Poland, and Switzerland. So people want to travel to Poland, Switzerland, and Antarctica in the midst of the pandemic. Okay. I need to break this down a little bit, John, just to give myself some clarification. Mm -hmm. So people are contemplating, at least by their Google searches, the possibility of traveling to India, Sweden, Antarctica, Poland, and Switzerland. Exactly. Those are the top Google searches for travel. Mm -hmm. Now, Now, I'm wondering what those places have in common. Now, I know that Sweden appears to be a, you know, relatively calm when it comes to the coronavirus. Right. But India isn't. No. Um, And I don't know about Poland or Switzerland and 
Antarctica, I'm not sure how desperate I'd have to be to want to go there. Well, that's like just going from one pandemic to another or one self-isolation to another. Why would you want to do that, right? Okay, now the people on Pinterest, you know, for the other, on the other hand, okay. they are more apparently interested in taking road trips. All right. Uh, quote, road trip with kids and healthy road trip snack searches have doubled since April. And searches for road trip games are up 50% on Pinterest. The standout road trip destination includes South Dakota and uh, Colorado and Oregon. Okay. 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 So now the thing I see that's the same about those is that they have wide open spaces. Right. So plenty of social distancing space. Right. So right? South Dakota, Colorado, and Oregon. <laughs> I totally get that. Okay. I think those sound like terrific places to visit. I think so too. Okay, uh, something called Hopper. You know what Hopper is? No. Hopper is a travel site as well. And so they're saying outside of the United States, the top five search slots belong to San Juan, Puerto Rico, Cancun, London, Paris, and San Jose. People want to travel. Paris, and San Jose. Mm -hmm. San Jose, California? Yes. Mm -hmm. What? That that seems like a random place in California. I don't know. Maybe it's just... Have you been to San Jose? No. Neither have I. I know the okay. song, but I've never been there. So you don't know the way there? No. I who asked no. that? Was that Dionne Warwick? Who wanted yeah, to I know? think it was Dionne Warwick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been away so long. Mm-hmm. I might get lost mm-hmm. and lose my way. That's pretty LA dumb. is a great that's big a, freeway. That's a dumb song. No, that's a good song. Oh, it's that not. a dumb song. It is dumb. Put a hundred down you, and when, buy a car. When she gets to the part where she says, I might get lost. That's kind of dumb. No, no. In a week, maybe two, they'll make you a star. And then all of a sudden, she's back at the car wash. I mean, so it's, it's, it's kind of like a heartbreaking story. You know who should sing that? Jim Croce. <laughs> then I'd make sure I'd fall asleep three minutes in because the song's going to be 18 long. Have time in a bottle. Okay. Now, so Puerto Rico, Cancun uh, are both warm weather places, yeah. which of course I would want to go there, but that's <laughs> right also, now. it's also a relatively safe place for the virus because apparently this virus doesn't like hot or humid weather. So I well, guess is that those. really true. I mean, are well, there, I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything, Play well on the but radio. that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. Okay. London and Paris though are like massive city centers. I can't imagine that would be a great choice for travel. No. What do you think? No. You know where I'd like to go right now? If, uh, Anywhere. If it was a massive city. Anywhere. I'd like to wander the streets of Rome. Would you not love to do that right now? My whole life, my whole life, John, I've wanted to be on the Spanish steps. Okay. I've won. I am fascinated with Rome. I'm fascinated with that whole thing. Yeah. I just want to go there. I just just, wander around. I, it'd be a good time to go. I would love to go to Italy. I would love to go to Italy. I absolutely would love that. Now, you can, do you think that you can even book an international flight now? It's a good question. I don't know. You could probably leave, but how could you get back in? Right. It might be a little more difficult to come back in. Right. right. Uh-huh. Okay. So you'd like to go to Rome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd like to be anywhere in Italy right now. Tonight. Okay. Okay. I think, um, I've again, I've watched so many uh, travel documentaries. Um, I think, I think right now the leading for me is Budapest. Budapest, wouldn't that yeah. be fabulous? Listen, right. I watched this this uh, oh, yeah. this bit. It was like thirty five minutes long the night before last on Budapest. Mm-hmm. Blew my mind. Really? What a gorgeous city! 
No gorgeous kidding. city. Budapest. Spectacular old cathedrals, oh, mm. beautiful ancient stone streets. Right, I believe it's the Danube that must go right in front oh, of it. I mean, yeah, of course, the, right. there's a cathedral there right on the water. I'm sure all of you who've been to Budapest are like, oh, I can't believe she didn't know this before. What a moron. And I am because it's spectacular. Hmm. That's that's Budapest. that's that's the clubhouse leader for me right now. Okay, so then why don't you in your spare also, time? Also, Dubrovnik. That's another one I'm obsessing over. Right, that's in Croatia. Okay, so then why don't you create like a little travel itinerary, right? Go and make like a little travel plan to take the family to Budapest because we, we've got family. Uh, they're being married in Seattle, not this summer, but next summer, and so we're making plans. What would that look like if we drew? Oh, you have to go. Across. Have you been to Seattle? No. Oh my gosh! We drove I love cross Seattle. country to Seattle, right? Oh, I love I'd Seattle. Be, yeah, I'd like to do that. Oh, that'd but, be a wonderful trip. You should definitely go. I'm stuck in this room right now. I would like to go to Zelianople. Seriously. No, I, right. and I not right. to disparage. I would like to just get in my car. Right, and, and go somewhere and have there be a restaurant at the end. This morning I went in my car and I actually got my oil changed just for like a cheap thrill. I thought I was living like like a king. I could not believe it. Those guys you, at the oil place. You thought you were so edgy. Oh, they're like my new best friends now. Uh-huh. Okay. Right. That's good. All right. I want to invite you to watch us on Facebook, The Ride Home with Johnny Kathy or 101.5 Word FM. You uh, leave a comment. I'll be happy to get to that at the break. Um, for those of you listening on the radio, we're so happy you're here. We're going to have a terrific five o'clock hour. Coming up next, we have Dr. Jessica Hooten Wilson with us. She has been a terrific guest. We've talked about history. We've talked about literature. But today we're talking about the mommy blogs. If you're a mom of young kids, do they drive you crazy? And I don't mean the kids. I mean the mommy blogs. We'll talk about that next it's Thursday edition of the ride home one oh one point five W O R D So yeah things are a little weird right now so at Word FM we offer a little bit of normalcy to your life inspiration will not be canceled conversations will not be canceled the good news of jesus will not be canceled hope will not be canceled use your smart speaker to stay connected that's a smart choice 101.5 word always open for encouragement you've already been lied to you've already paid a ton of money to someone who did lie to you and it's hard to come to someone like me and say ariel i trust that you're going to do what's right for me this is chuck mcdowell founder and ceo of wesley financial group the timeshare cancellation expert we're not just here to cancel your timeshare completely we're here to provide you with a best customer service of your life. I deal with clients from all walks of life. I actually have a client right now who is an attorney. I have doctors. They were still taken advantage of. And it's not just the mom and pop. It's everybody faces this. They've been lied to. They are nervous. They're scared. But we're going to get you out of this. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. My name is Ariel. I'm a resolution specialist at Wesley Financial Group. Call now for your free timeshare cancellation kit. 800-619-3377. 800-619-3377. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. All of our cleaning and disinfection services use hospital-grade EPA-registered products. Contact us to provide peace of mind for your employees. The man, the yellow man, called Service Master. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master Greater Pittsburgh. 
Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employers need as your business reopens. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master Greater Pittsburgh and schedule a consultation today. Looking for a new job? Coast to Coast Career Fairs and Word FM are hosting a free virtual job fair Wednesday through Friday, May 20th through the 22nd from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Attend this virtual job fair from anywhere online. It's free for job seekers and open to the public. Connect virtually with dozens of good employers who are hiring in the Pittsburgh area. Virtual interviews available for a variety of positions. Wednesday, May 20th to Friday, May 22nd. Pre-register at C2CJobFairs.com. C2CJobFairs.com. Sponsored by Word FM. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing. And Salem Surround can help. We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and learn how to get your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundpittsburgh.com. Surroundpittsburgh.com. Connecting you with new customers. The good news for Kath and I, both today, we had a niece and a nephew come into this world. Brand new babies in our families today. Of course, you know, we're not related, but you know, it's just how it worked. It was just serendipitous, isn't it? I mean, we're related to the babies, but we're not related to each other. Not to each other. You no. know, I mean, it's not like our family. It's like two no, separate it's not families. Like it's your, no, it's like right. you, had, you had your baby in your family and we had our baby in our family. Exactly. What's your yeah. baby's name? Uh, well, I'm not sure. There's still some uh, discussion. Uh, I think they're, they're, they're leaning towards Ruby. Ruby. Okay. Yeah. I like the name Ruby. Well, I had a dog for years. Yeah, I know. Ruby, so right. you know, it's, uh, I'm not... It's kind of odd, right. isn't it? Right. And your and your baby's name? Baby Noah. Very nice, Noah. All right. So if you're a new parent, especially you know, you're a millennial or even the, a younger generation, the first thing you're gonna do, you got a baby, I'm gonna go to the baby blogs. I gotta check out what the mothers are saying because they're the experts and they know exactly how to be an efficient, loving mother. What do you think, Kath? No, it's oh. a disaster. It's really? a cesspool. If you get in, you'll never get out. What? It's that bad. Isn't it good advice from kind and loving people? Maybe, but you have to wade through so much other stuff. And then before you're out of it, you're thinking that you should be prettier and a better cook and thinner and in better shape. And you should never yell at your kids and you should never be who you are. And Mm -hmm. then you hate it and you hate them and you. Okay. Sorry, I brought that up. Dr. <laughs> Jessica Hooten-Wilson is with us. Dr. Wilson is a so- pro- Associate Professor of Humanities at John Brown University. She wrote a piece at CT Christianity Today called, For Good Mothering Advice, Skip the Mommy Blogs and Look to Christ. Jessica, welcome back. Thank you. I'm excited to talk to you guys again. Jessica, am I reacting too negatively to the mommy blogs? <laughs> No, you know, it's funny. I usually get asked questions on areas where I'm an expert. And so this was a little weird because this is an area I'm definitely not an expert in. Um, but there's a lot of pretending to be an expert when it comes to mothering, especially when you figure something out, right? And so people want to share what they believe is their expertise, right. right? Until their kids grow up and everything they thought was successful maybe wasn't successful because it's really a long-term game. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so. so Jessica, you know, John thought that I was exaggerating when I talked about this, but when I think of mommy blogs, literally that's what I think of. I know there is good information and I know it's helpful to hear what other people think, but what I take away from it, and it tells you how negatively I go into it or the amount of self-doubt I have or the the 
angst-producing job it is to mother children that all mm-hmm. I end up thinking at the end is that I'm, I have incredible deficits in every area. Yeah, I think people have this false dichotomy where they just divide it up into an all-or-nothing game, right? They're going to give 100% to their kids. And those who don't give 100%, they just don't love their children that much. I mean, there's, there's just a false divide between people who dedicate all their energy into their children um, and those who were full people beforehand and know their kids will grow up and they'll still be full people. And part of it is a relationship that is, is in some sense temporary, even though it's also long-lasting, but it changes over time. Right. Okay, so Jessica, in your piece in Christianity Today, you, you talk about a book by an, an author, Natalie Carnes, who she wrote Motherhood, In Motherhood, A Confession. And, and the central issue is, how do people mother like Jesus? I mean, that's yeah. a tall order. Yeah, well, I think she's also trying to play a corrective, because Carnes is a theologian at Baylor, so she's written on all sorts of things. Um, and now for the first time she's writing from personal experience, but what she realizes is there's this huge gap in which um, half of humanity has been left out of the conversation for what we can understand about God better through part of our nature, right? Uh, through being a mom, how does this help us understand all those verses of, about God being motherly in Scripture? Um, what can we bring to the table that shows us more about who God is and, and what kind of heart God has if we try to, to hear God's heart? as a mother, right, um, or as God having maternal nature to us. Right. And Jessica, we don't know each other well, but I can tell you that, you know, I've never been a woman who has railed against, you know, the word man or the word father and that it, you know, brings to mind the patriarchy. I mean, I just don't look at things that way. I don't read literature that way and I don't read the Bible that way. But at the same time, I think you can err too far in the other direction and not realize that God isn't a man. God isn't a woman. And um, we can find our best selves, uh, the selves mm-hmm. that we were created to be only if we have a relationship with the God who is truly unique himself. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, just a real quick funny story. When my um, dad, I was probably in college, he came up to my room one time, he'd been reading some commentary on the scriptures, and he said, you know, if God created you and created me, there has to be feminine nature in God because you would be other if not. And I looked mm. at him just, well, yeah, I mean, I always assumed God was like me, <laughs> You know, because I was born female, I just kind of assumed I came from God. I was made in his image, and that was something that I understood from being female. But it was something that he hadn't conceived of before, right? Because mm-hmm. he'd always thought of God being, you know, he was made in the image of God, and therefore God was like him. And so I think what, what articles or books like this does is remind us that um, if we're struggling in something in life, like being a mom, God is not other. He doesn't not understand <laughs> the situations mm-hmm. we're going through. He doesn't have... Um, a lack of model in himself for what it means to be a good mom. Um, and that's part, that's part of who he is. We can turn to him. We don't have to make up our own advice, become our own sources of authority on this, right? Write all these blogs from our temporary experiences. We can actually look to God for understanding mm-hmm. what it means to be a good mom. Right. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, Jesse, I've said this before on air, but years ago when our second child was born, the uh, attending physician after the you know baby was looked at, he handed me my baby, and he said to me, I'll never forget this, he handed me the baby, and as he's handing the baby over, he said to me, John, your job now is to be patient. Hmm. And I thought, well, what does that mean? 
And then, of course, <laughs> when we got the baby home. You figured it uh, out really fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think of all those times that I was deeply impatient, quick to anger and, you know, on top of my boys. And I all would think back to that and go, wait a second, that guy knew what he was talking about. Would you just relax and be patient and kind and loving to these sons? Yeah, and I think that there um, there's an expectation of fulfillment as though this new stage of, of mothering or being a parent um, was supposed to just be overjoyed all the time with this, this gift we've been given. And there's less emphasis on these kids are going to teach us selflessness. They're going to teach us how to die to ourselves daily the way we're supposed to. Um, they're going to humiliate us, and that's going to test all the ways we previously conceived of ourselves. Um, but their very existence is not meant to be um, something for us, like a product or like a, you know, something we've consumed. Right. It's actually something that um, it's a relationship, like any other relationship, that is testing us and, and how humble are we and how selfless can we be um, and, and not really there just for our benefit. Mm-hmm. Jessica Hooten Wilson is with us, Associate Professor of Humanities at John Brown University. Before you came on the air, Jessica, we were talking about Google searches um, that are related to travel because all of us are so desperate to get out and go anywhere. But one of the, uh, the hot Google searches were healthy snacks for road trips. And I kind of <laughs> laughed when I heard that because I thought that's something that I would Google. If I was taking my family on a road trip, I'd figure out you know the healthiest right. thing. And I want to tell you, Jessica, if Google was around when my parents were my age, they would never have ever imagined <laughs> trying to figure out the healthy option for me to eat in the car. I mean, right, right. my body's probably rotting from the inside out because of all the hostess snacks I ate between the age of six and 16. I mean, it's revolting. I don't know what that tells us. I mean, obviously, we know more about food now, but I think part mm-hmm. of it is that there's this perfectionism associated with parenting now. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, there's this, this is a different book, but there's a book by Colleen Campbell um, in which she says, oh, how to be God's version of perfect. Or, it's, it's some title like that where she's saying perfectionism is the opposite of God's perfect. Mm-hmm. And so when God's trying to make you perfect or make you holy, it has nothing to do with your own version of perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing with mothering is that um, to mother holy does not mean you get all of the little rules right. It doesn't mean that... Um, you're constantly feeding them the healthiest snack or you've got them the best education schedule or um, any of those things. Holiness is about something that's so much bigger and you can't even control the outcome. You can't control uh, the process, right? In, in some ways, you have to let go of that version of perfectionism in which you are dominating all of their choices and have a lot more faith and, like John just said, a lot more patience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just I'm on the other end of, uh, you know, being a parent. I've got uh, sons who are 21 and 22 years of age. And, of course, uh, it's turned into a different relationship, and, and I love it so much. But it just – I think about this a lot. People have always said this. You know, um, it goes by so quickly. It does. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you know, from little kids to, you know, toddlers to elementary school to junior high to high school, it all went by so quick. And despite all the weirdness of it and the difficulty and the financial stress and everything, man, I would do it over in a heartbeat because it's the best ride I've ever taken in my life. And and I I wonder about that, about, you know, whether um, in the midst of it all, the just the day-to-day turmoil of what it was, so many people, I think, because the stress is so much and the difficulty is so hard and it does go by so quickly, uh, it's just... 
it's so hard to try to find the light and the and the mm-hmm. truth and the beauty of it all it, it, while you're going through the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's every aspect of life, though. Too, I think there's you know there's there's jobs that are along those lines too, where you're in the middle of it and you can't see it for what it is until you look back. I mean, I think yeah. most of life is, is like that, especially things that are really difficult. Um, from my experience, limited as it is, the most difficult things have proven to be the best, right? Um, I, I think things that have come easier haven't always been <laughs> the best for me. Um, but those things that are hard, you look back on and say, yes, right? That, that was the right thing. That felt like the right thing. Um, but in the middle of hard things, none of us say that. So I think parenting is just another one of those hard things that we will we know from other people's experience that we're able to look back and celebrate and be grateful for. Yeah. That's Jessica Hooten Wilson. Jessica's associate professor of humanities at John Brown University. Jessica, thanks for being with us again. Yeah, we Jessica. appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. I love this. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Always our great pleasure. Take goes. a break. Come back. Um, who still buys Whiteout? Does anybody buy Whiteout anymore? I buy Whiteout. Why do you buy Whiteout? I'll, I'll tell Save you. Save that, please. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, remember one of the monkey's moms? I think she invented Whiteout. Oh, yeah. Whiteout, I remember that, she, right. Peter Nesmith or Mike oh. Nesmith. Hey, hey, I'm a monkey. Pittsburgh Theological Seminary prepares students for ministry in the way of Jesus with Master of Divinity, Master of Arts, and Doctor of Ministry degree programs and certificates. Perfect for students with full-time employment pursuing a seminary education. Learn more at pts.edu. We're all spending more time at home these days, but somehow the wind and the rain didn't get the memo about shelter in place. Hey, listen, there's some great news from Windows R Us Pittsburgh. They've been granted a waiver by the governor to handle any emergency repairs outside your home. If you've had damage to your roof, gutters, siding, or windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can still answer the call. And everything will be handled in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines to keep your family and their employees safe. You may be eligible for free repair or replacement with the area's premier exterior replacement company with over 50 years of home remodeling experience. Visit com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. For a no-pressure approach with no hidden fees and one of the fastest turnarounds in the industry, a company who will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, windowsrospittsburgh.com. That's windowsrospittsburgh.com. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. During difficult times, it's important not to be frozen by fear or complacency, thinking that Congress, the Fed, or your current financial planner will fix the impact of the pandemic on your retirement savings. The bottom line is, no one else is going to care about your retirement the way you do. It's time to stop crossing your fingers and toes, hoping for growth, and reset your retirement for income using interest and dividends. Call 888-888-4176 now to learn how the retirement and Income Store can help during these uncertain times. 888-888-4176. We'll send you our retirement income kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's best-selling book and a no-obligation call with an income specialist. 888-888-4176. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Call 888-888-4176 now. Seasons of change and uncertainty can be difficult, even scary, but they don't have to control or define you. 
the counselors of the Grace Wellness Center would consider it a privilege to come alongside and help you replace the fear and frustration with freedom and peace. While office visits are still available throughout the area, Grace Wellness Center also offers online and phone appointments to make counseling convenient and available on your terms, accepting all major insurances at thegracewellnesscenter.com. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and at radio.com. Cloudy and mild with occasional rain and a thunderstorm. Tonight's low, 63. Breezy for tomorrow with clouds and a shower or thunderstorm, high 78. Showers and thunderstorms tomorrow night, otherwise cloudy and mild, low 60. Sunshine and some clouds on Saturday with a high 75. Sunday, high 76. With your Iraqi weather forecast, I'm Andy Robb. Way back in the 1950s, a young woman by the name of Betty Nesmith was a struggling divorced mother who took on typing jobs to make money. Now, the problem was that Betty Nesmith herself was a very poor typist, so she'd often have to start over, start over, start over. So she started to experiment with ways to cover up her errors, and she enlisted her son, Mike Nesmith, to help her in this creative process. Well, in the midst of all that discovery, she invented something called Whiteout. Mm-hmm. Now, Whiteout, in many ways, has become a brand name for a, a host of different products that helps people who, in the old days, would type and cover up, you know, some spelling error. Right. It's become as ubiquitous in many ways. Whiteout also equals like Kleenex. It's the same kind of product, mm-hmm. tissue, but it's, you know, different people are making the same thing, right? Right. So Whiteout still exists, but the weird thing is, Who's using a typewriter today, excepting, you know, some old right. fogies who like the nostalgia, someone like uh, Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks. Right. He's a he's mm-hmm. a typewriter geek. Right. So Whiteout, though, is still around and apparently still sell, selling to this day millions of dollars of product per mm-hmm. year. Yes. Kath, you said you use Whiteout. Yes. What are you using Whiteout for? I use Whiteout very, very often. What? I mean, almost on a daily basis. What? Yeah. Yeah, for I do. What? Well, now here's the thing. It might be hard for you to imagine if you don't do if you don't do music. But um, so when I am so I lead a band, and so when I prepare music for the band, I have um, you know I have sheet music. I have a, like we call it a lead sheet or a chart that I hand out to everybody. Yeah. And so I make notations with like in handwriting on yes. the chart. Sure. So I will often make a, a change. I, you know, I'll be writing something on a chart. I'll you know, uh, copy it for everybody or I'll upload it or however I decide to do it. And then I'll change my mind. And so then I go back and instead of redoing all of the handwork I've done, I might just change the one thing and just kind of white out that part and then send it out again. Okay. So it's all, it's for music, but I use it all the time, all the time. And now that I have it around because I'm never without it, if there is a chip in the paint or plaster, it's always white out that fixes it. Okay, it's so kind of funny. So in this spare room, we used to have a ping pong table in here. And years ago, we took the ping pong table out. And when we did, the sharp angle of the ping pong table made a small indentation uh-huh. in the ceiling. Yes. Now, uh, that's probably been seven years. <laughs> right. You think that I've painted right. the ceiling? No. 
Absolutely. But not. I go, wait a second. If I had some whiteout, I could just do that. Right. Why not? If Why would you I paint had the whiteout, like I have whiteout, John, yeah, that's then nice. you could fix something like that. Mm-hmm. Does it still come in a tiny little bottle? It comes in a tiny bottle. It also comes in like a pen-shaped thing. Oh, really? With a that's little, like you, you press down on it and kind of the, the, the writing part of the pen kind of goes in and whiteout comes out. I don't I like see. that application quite as much. Right. You want the brush, right? I really like the brush. So I wonder, I mean- It's is, like, a, it's not a brush anymore. It's a sponge. Oh, okay. A little, like a little stipple thing. A little angled sponge. So- you knew about whiteout having, you know, used it from its prior incarnation, right? Uh-huh. But like kids in their teens and, you know, young 20s, they don't know what whiteout is. So I wonder, does yeah. whiteout have an advertising budget? Are they, you know, marketing That's the product? That's a good point. Um, I have to say that in every office I've been in, there's still whiteout. So really? other people must use it for other things. I mean, obviously, I'm talking about a really niche group that's, go- that's you know, doing lead sheets and changing them and whiting out. I mean, it's not the right. average person. But office people must use it for something imperative. Well, I, you know, even the, now. Back when we were in studio at Seven Parkway Center. In the olden days. Remember those days? When we went right? to work. Mm-hmm. Right. There, I, I, occasionally, I remember going into the, you know, the storage room. And You'd always find it there. Yeah. It's so always someone, there. Oh, maybe I know. That might be like for an accountant, right? To maybe change. they're like, yeah, they're changing. Change the some, numbers. Maybe so. That sounds illegal the way I said it. No, no, no. I, no. You know, these are going out to change the numbers. I don't mean that they're, you know, <laughs> right. like doing something bad. I mean, but sometimes when you have printed something and that you have, a, you know, uh, disseminated it to people, if you realize there's an issue, sometimes it's a lot easier to just white it out and write it mm-hmm. in and then do it rather than going back. You might not have access to your computer. You have to pull up the document. You have to right. do your thing. And you know what I mean? Whiteout can be a very fast very nice. option at a moment when you're desperate. Wouldn't it be nice to have whiteout for your life? I, mean, I guess that's confession. Right. <laughs> Right, just a little. I don't think there. that's confession. I well, think you know Jesus yeah, yeah. is <laughs> right. helping us with the process. Well, it'd be nice, though. But, you know, mm-hmm. in the years of 1989, I could have used a little yeah, whiteout there. Right. We need like to remove the whole year <laughs> in John Hall's life. <laughs> there goes 89. Oops, anyway, coming, coming up next in these weird times, uh, how do small churches survive? What are the things that small churches think about? What are the things that they need? We're going to talk to Carl Vader's next. He's the expert. So stay with us on the Thursday edition of The Ride Home. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, 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 music. new music from Carrie Joe, The Blessing. Rise Up by Kane. And for King and Country with Together. The best new music and Pittsburgh's favorites. Brought to you by Trinity Jewelers and Dennis Spira and Associates. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. This is Kathy Emmons with Word FM, and we're partnering with Bible League International on Fan the Flame, Bibles for Asia. Our shared goal is to send 5,000 Bibles from the Word FM listening family to our brothers and sisters in Christ in Asia. In this region of the world, Bibles are scarce for many reasons, including the remoteness of where people 
people live. In the Philippines, church planners and evangelists trained using resources from Bible League International travel hours by car, boat, and foot to lead Bible studies in remote places of the country. Let's send them the Bibles they need in order to share Christ and see lives transformed for His glory. You can join Word FM by sending a Bible for $5 or $15 for $75, and a limited time matching gift will send twice as many Bibles. Call 800 Yes Word, 800 Yes Word, or click the Fan the Flame Bibles for Asia banner at wordfm.com. God bless you for caring. You've all helped build MyPillow into the amazing company that it is today. Now, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. You can get great discounts on all MyPillow products if you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener specials. You're going to see some amazing offers. Right now, MyPillow is offering an exclusive radio special. Today, we're offering buy one, get one free on a variety of amazing products, including the Supima MyPillows, MyPillow towels, roll-and-go anywhere pillows, duvet covers, Giza pillowcase, bolster pillows, and neck pillows. Plus, if you buy Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, you'll get free shipping and a $25 gift card. Just go to my MyPillow.com, enter promo code WORD, or call 800-391-0954. Be sure to use promo code WORD. MyPillow is answering the call for more face masks as the country continues to deal with a global coronavirus pandemic. They'll be making face masks for hospitals across the country. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Of course, we're living in uncharted waters right now. I mean, everything is totally different, and that includes church. We haven't been to church now for a couple of months, and I don't know what the timetable is. If there even is such a realistic expectation, it might be six months, it might be a year, it might be two years, for goodness sake. Well, Carl Vaders is back with us. Carl blogs at Christianity Today about innovative leadership from small church perspective. Carl's also the founder of NewSmallChurch.com, a ministry that encourages, connects, equips innovative small church pastors. Carl, welcome back. Hey, great to be with you again. Yeah, always good to hear from you, Carl, and especially in these times when we really need guidance on mm-hmm. how we can think about regathering. Uh, I'm not, you know, talking to you like a physician. I don't expect you to have all of the, you know, right nomenclature or categories, but just as far as those of us who go to churches that aren't mega churches, I think we have major concerns. The first thing is, Carl, whatever we decide to do, it's hard to know if we possibly have the personnel to carry it out. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, I've actually talked to so many small church pastors over the last few months. I mean, that's that's the main part of my ministry is dealing with small churches. And I've discovered that there are three big factors between the churches that are actually thriving and helping their, their communities now and those that are collapsing. And the three, I'll, I'll give you the three keys real quick, and we can talk yeah. about them as much as you or as little as you want. One of them is team-based leadership. Churches that are functioning with a team instead of everything being on the shoulders of the pastor are, are now sharing that burden even more. And then when they have a, somebody come along and say, hey, I want to help out. I'm not working now. How can I help? Mm-hmm. A team-based leadership has, gives them a place to put it. 
So team-based leadership helps. Secondly, churches that are adaptable are doing better. Churches that are locked down to, we have to be in this building at this time, or we have to do it in this way, they're really suffering right now. And then thirdly, churches that have not put resources aside, but have been scrambling week to week. Some of them have already lost their churches for good uh, over this, but those that have been able to put some resources aside that they can access, they've been able to use those resources and bless others. So those are the three key things that I'm seeing right now helping churches adapt. Yeah, Carl, I appreciate that. And I have seen that just in churches in the Pittsburgh area. You know, John and I are trying to keep our um, eyes on what's going on in small churches, medium and, and large in the Western Pennsylvania area. Um, one thing that I've noticed is the adaptability can be really heartfelt and um, and a, a way that makes uh, our faith more authentic than maybe it has in the past. Have you noticed that as well in some of the things that you've seen? Yes, very much so. I, I think a term that's been used a lot in churches in the last couple of years has been relevant. We've been told we need to make our ministry relevant, and I completely agree with that. The problem is that word relevant has had so much baggage attached to it that it often strikes people the wrong way. Relevant has been interpreted as cool or something. Uh, so the term I like to use instead of relevant is contextual. We need to adapt contextually, which means We need to act like missionaries in our own community. What's happening Mm -hmm. in my community right now? Because it's going to be different than what's happening in your community. And so adapting contextually to what's happening right now in my community and then offering sincere and genuine answers that are contextual for our immediate need, that's what people are responding to. And that's the kind of adaptability that's really making the difference in a lot of churches and through a lot of churches into their communities. Now, of course, Carl, uh, there's a possibility that uh, before this thing ends, th- th- you may see the closing forever of thousands and thousands and thousands of small churches. That's a distinct reality, isn't it? Well, unquestionably so. Uh, right now, approximately 40,000 churches close in America every year. Uh, that's not as dire as it sounds because they're almost entirely replaced by new church openings. Uh, but that is certainly difficult for the 40,000 churches that close. This year, my guess, it's just a guess, but it's a fairly educated guess. My guess is we could hit uh, the 100,000 mark this year and maybe even for a couple oh more years gosh. to come. Oh, my God. Yeah, that, that would not surprise me at all. 100,000 churches a year closing. Wow. Now, Carl, for yeah, the, let me was, ask you this. For those churches that are able to remain open, it's going to be all different anyway. I mean, in Pennsylvania, where we are, we've moved, uh, at least as of tomorrow, from red to yellow, which means that people are allowed to gather in groups of 25 or less. Now, that would be a very, very small church that would be gathering um with less than 25 people. So the church that I attend, that we don't fit into that category, so it's not going to happen. So we're trying to figure out alternate ways. You know, do we meet in really, do we meet only in small groups? Do we meet in small groups and do like a watch party of our own worship service that we've already video produced, like we've been doing for the last, you know, eight weeks or whatever? The number one thing that struck all of us this week is the news coming out about what singing does, that singing can be more dangerous than coughing in a group. Um, they're talking about the fact that maybe people shouldn't sing in groups for until there's a vaccine available, which could be who knows how long. Carl, tell us how you feel and what you know about that. That is, uh, I mean, there, there's been a lot of bad news, but that is high on the list of bad yep. news. Uh, certainly not not anywhere compared, comparing to those who have actually been sick or who obviously who have passed away. That is 
that is another level entirely. But as far as the challenges that we face as a church together, to gather as a congregation and not be able to sing, uh, I'm, I'm choking up as I say the words. I, I am. That is, that is yeah. a hard thing. Yeah. Vocalizing our worship to God through words and music is such a, an, an essential and fundamental part of who we are as believers when we gather. I, I, I truly can't conceive of what it's going to be like to be in the same room and not be able to do that. Right. Um, if, we, if we have to, we have to, and we will make that adaptation, but uh, let's not Let's not pretend that that is not going to be traumatic in and of itself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and Carl, with that, I mean, you know, as Cass says, until a vaccine is in place, who knows whether it's a, a year or 18 months, the possibility that at least the church that I attend may not meet in person. I mean, a couple of hundred people every Sunday may not gather for at least a year. I just, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's. I was thinking. I was almost thinking about it in almost a joking way today. Uh, you know, all of these apocalyptic movies and TV shows that are out are almost entirely based on what happens if the grid goes down. Right. Nobody expected what happens if the grid is the only thing left. Hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where we are right now. Uh, analog is gone and digital is all uh, may be all that we have. And we're going to have to make those adaptations and we're going to have to figure out how to make this digital communication even more personal than we have so far. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is going to be a challenge that we, quite, quite frankly, didn't see coming. And I don't know if we've got answers yet, but here's the good news. The church has faced worse than this for mm-hmm. 2,000 years and counting. And yet, relentlessly, the church has been and remains the most powerful, relentlessly growing organism in the history of the world, mm. and this will not change that. Mm. That's good to hear. Boy, that is that really is good. A good word, Carl. Thank you, Carl. <laughs> Despair one second, enjoy yeah. another. That's really it. Where we yeah, were. but you know, isn't that, that's a lot of the Christian life, and that's certainly a lot of Christian history, that despair and rejoicing really are close together. Oh, and yeah, they, they are, they're required. I mean, the, the yeah. biggest celebration weekend on the Christian calendar includes Good Friday and Easter Sunday, and right. Easter Sunday requires Good Friday. Right. Yeah. That, that is at, at, the, at, at the core of the most important event of church history and of world history is death before resurrection. Mm, fabulous. Yeah. Okay, so Carl, uh, like Cass said, right, uh, if you're fortunate and your church is live streaming, because right, a lot of churches don't have the resources or the technology or all that, but at least we're able to visit every Sunday. But how do you? I mean, is there any possibility to make it more intimate than it already is? Because it, it it's still a screen. It's still not in person. It still feels a little cold and disconnected. Yeah, it is. And there are certain things that will never be fully overcome until we can physically be in the same room together. So let, let's not pretend that this will be an adequate substitute. It's not. But we can make it better. One of the ways that we've discovered in our congregation, we our church happens to be, even though we're in the middle of Orange County, California, with population all over, our church happens to be in one of the weird 
um, dead zones for um, Wi-Fi for some reason. Oh. So we, we, from the beginning, we knew we couldn't rely on an actual live stream on Sunday morning. Huh. So we record everything in advance. We put it up on YouTube, and then we have a live premiere. Well, not a live, but we have a, a YouTube premiere at church time. But that means that everybody who produced the service is sitting at home watching with us, hmm. which means we can be on the chat forum and in the comments while it's happening and then immediately mm-hmm. afterwards. So mm-hmm. that has been one way that we've been able to interact. We tell people, get on early, get on 15 minutes before the premiere, stay on 15 minutes after the premiere, head on over to Instagram live later, and we'll have a conversation there. Uh, it is not even close to being an adequate substitute for actually physically being with each other, but it's the best we've got right now. And it's way better than simply watching the screen like it's a TV show and then turning it off and going about our business. And as we do this more, we'll figure out how to do it better. Very good. That's Carl Vaders. Carl's the founder of NewSmallChurch.com, a ministry that encourages, connects, and equips innovative small church pastors. He's helped us so much in the past and again today. Carl, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Always great to be on with you. Always great. That's a good word. All right. So it's good to know that there are people who are gathering and looking at things and trying to sort things out and provide a path for all of us to return to some sense of normalcy with our church brothers and sisters. I I agree. Holy smokes. Hey, uh, speaking of normalcy, uh, we're going to take a break, come back. Kath and I have uh, co- uh, really been committed to reading Scripture out loud as this has gone on the last couple of months. We'll do that next. Stay with us, please. Got milk? We sure do. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. And boy, do we have milk. That 130-cow herd of ours just keeps on producing. They don't give one hoot about a world health pandemic going on. Come on out to the Springhouse in Washington County, Pennsylvania, for farm-fresh milk that we pasteurize, homogenize, and bottle right here at the Springhouse when my brother Sam brings it over the hill from the milking barn. We share a lot about our homemade meals and baked goods, but cows are the heart and soul of our dairy farm and country store. To say thank you for your unwavering support during these uncertain times and to lend a helping hand to our customers, we are offering all three kinds of white milk at a huge discount, $2.95 a gallon, as long as we can keep up. Our family is so blessed by so many folks stopping by and thanking us for being open, and we are blessed to be open. Let us share a little bit of our farm with you, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. This is John Samick owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Our specialty cleaning services can provide the peace of mind your customers and employees need when you reopen your facility. Contact us today. The man, the yellow man, Service Master. This is John Samick, owner of Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. We have developed a comprehensive facility reopening guide for businesses preparing to re-enter the workplace. Visit servicemasterofgreaterpgh.com to download yours today. With all that is going on today regarding the coronavirus, City Mission needs you now more than ever. City Mission has taken precautions to protect its vulnerable resident population. You can help. Any donations you believe will help during this time are greatly appreciated to continue to serve both City Mission residents and our community and keep City Mission doors open. For all the details, please visit citymission.org and please join City Mission in prayer to get through these challenging times. I saved big money with the Progressive Home and Auto Bundle, so I finally bought that new set of golf clubs. Watch out, Fairway. Here I come. 
This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big with Progressive, but your other expenses won't just disappear. Are those clubs going to help you when the hot water heater dies? Also, it sounds like your money is better spent on golf lessons. Time to go shoot the course record. No, but maybe time for a reality check. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Car shop from your couch with cars.com. It's never been so easy. Connect with dealers to tour cars virtually. Search great prices. And yes, they feature cars ready for home delivery. With over 4 million new and used cars, cars.com has your match. Washington County parents, you have a choice in your child's education. For nearly 40 years, Central Christian Academy in Houston is where pre-K through 8th grade students receive the comprehensive education they need to become top of the class. Learn more at ccaschool.com. silver lining if you're not going to sing in church right if we're not going to have church first of all and then there's no singing in church i think this may be the resurgence of that often ridiculed mime ministry oh yeah right i think yeah, yeah. we could do a little mime ministry yes. and no one's gonna you know no one's spitting there no do this, right you no know? mm-hmm. right plus i would like to see you involved in the liturgical dance arm <laughs> you know, if I have I can a lot do of it- friends. Listen, I have a lot of friends who do that seriously, and I think that they could teach you something. Yeah. Well, if I could do the liturgical dance arm like no one's watching, I'd be happy to. Right. I don't think right? that's part of it. No, right. I think someone has to be watching. But I could do it in my, you know, in the living room at home. Okay. My wife is used to, you know, checking it out. But would that be just good? We should all, maybe we should work on that. Yeah, I don't think we should work on that. I think I'm going to leave it to my friends who know <laughs> what they're right. doing. Thank you. All right. We've been publicly reading scripture over the last couple of months. Today, we're in Colossians 1, verses 15 to 20. John? The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him, all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn from among the dead, so that in everything, he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Isn't that beautiful? For God was pleased to have all his fullness dwell in him. All things. We'll make it. Yeah. We'll make it. Christ is the head of the body, the church. Right. This isn't a surprise to him. Hey, let me give you a bit of good news as we leave the show today, John. I'll take it. Yeah, thank First you. First it's getting very dark here in uh, in my spare room. Well, that's not good news. It's about to, it's about to pour. But the good news is that it's National Buttermilk Biscuit Day. Oh, now Isn't have you ever a, made homemade biscuits? I sure have. And have once you? you once you see what's in them, you will never want to eat them again. No, I'd probably want to eat five of them. They are so delicious. Uh, but so they are me. so delicious. If they're not hard to make, but boy, there is a lot of bad stuff in there. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe we can have some of those for dinner. Buttermilk yeah, and, and then you can put butter on them. Mm, fabulous. With some gravy. Sure. What the heck? And some hey, listen, kind of fried food. <laughs> have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow, God willing. Check us out if you missed part of the show on Facebook, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. See you tomorrow, God willing. 
Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.